Gotta go fast! You're listening to Play for Tempo. Hearthstone in 30 minutes or less with Schwal and Steven Sensei. Oh, this is gonna be fun! So this week, not a lot to cover, but we have 51049, which is the zip code for Quimby, Iowa. I have never heard of Quimby, Iowa. Neither have I until I googled zip code 51049. So, <laughs> well, Quimby, Iowa, which is outside of Washta, Iowa, um, apparently has weather of six northeast winds at eight miles a second and 96% humidity today um, has nothing to do with actually what we're talking about. <laughs> but those numbers are important. Yeah, let's yeah. let's start right off the top. What's going on with your legend grind? Ah, uh, well, uh, remember how last week I said I had just gotten uh, my my second shot of the vaccine? Yes, that was what I did this week. Was I recovering from that? <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, well, I I had a fever for two days, and then just I I still had fatigue every day since then. So I have I've uh, played like I don't know fifteen games of Hearthstone since then. It, it is not. I have not. So you, so you understand what Hearthstone's like for a normal person? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe fifteen games a week, and not not clearly with all of our mental faculties. Yeah, um, I I hope you start feeling better soon. Nice. Um, I'm sure you're going to get there. Did in that in that week of not a lot of Hearthstone? Did you play any Battlegrounds last week? Uh, I played a couple of games. Um, it Kobor seemed interesting and also very heavily drafted, and that that is the extent of my ability to tell. <laughs> yeah, I played a few games of Battlegrounds. Um, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was a nice distraction. Um, but again, it's one of those things that for me, it's not my main mode, so I I don't. I'm not heavily invested in knowing exactly what the meta is and what the right build is and is buy a this and hero power here. And no, I just, I buy things and watch them smash into each other. It was fun. I agree. Quillbores are interesting. They seem really strong to me as a novice in the battlegrounds. And yeah, everyone seems to want to play with the new toys. So not surprising, but cool. Um, I think the battlegrounds players are enjoying it. So great. Okay, let's get into these numbers. Five. Five is the number of nerfs that are coming this week. We shall get patch notes, we assume, early. Um, but I assume Monday or Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, so we, we assume that we're getting patch notes early, but there will be five nerfs. We yeah. know, according to a community interview with uh, Alec Dawson, that two neutral cards will be nerfed, including a Murloc, and for Battlegrounds players, Baron's Blacksmith will be removed. Yeah. So, so what's going to get nerfed? We've got five cards. Uh, position one is Crab Rider. It is the only neutral Murloc anybody is playing. <laughs> like, I'm very, I'm very sad about my Crabby Boy, but I was calling for a Crab Rider nerf before the, or back with the two post three post nerf like yeah. three weeks ago so not a surprise no that 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 one seems pretty much guaranteed um 
I assume they make it a one three. That that's the easiest nerf. Okay. Uh the second neutral nerf is a little more interesting. Uh it could be reducing the health of Angry Mancrick. It could be making Alex worse. Could be Okay, I, I'm gonna case. stop you right there because I don't understand. Like I've seen a little bit, and of course, I'm a little disconnected from the meta. I'm I'm not sure exactly what's going on. Why is Alex even on this list? Oh, Alex is getting played a ton right now. Like practically every deck that isn't Paladin, and mo- and some Paladins are playing Alex as their finisher. It's kind okay. of absurd. So it's the Ragnaros problem of now Alex is just showing up in like every deck. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so, like, I think Broom's fairly unlikely. I think it's probably one of the the uh, back half of Mangrick or Alex. I'm not sure which, though. It could be either. Okay. Um, uh, one of um, a Refreshing Springwater or Encanter's Flow for Mage, probably Encanter's Flow. Like, the deck is still really good. The Encanter's Flow is Keliseth. They, they tend not to like Keliseths, so that's probably it. Okay. Um, for Paladin, one of Conviction or First Day of School. I lean Conviction because if they nerf either the attack or the mana by one, we probably still play it. Whereas if you nerf First Day of School in any significant way, we stop playing it. Uh, so Yeah, but for the only way to nerf First Day of School is to make it cost mana. Uh, you could make it or only dr- find neutral or minions, make it, or no? make it only find one minion. But like, yeah, that's true. Those are very significant nerfs. Like, yeah, and they generally like to tweak numbers, not text. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, so yeah, like first day of school is like you said, hard to nerf, and conviction is also played in all of the, uh, um. Uh, Paladin Daxon is also very good, but it's much easier to nerf, and we would probably still play it if they nerfed it, so I think that makes more sense. Uh, That leaves one slot, which I I labeled the weird slot, because I honestly don't know. Like, maybe it'll be like a feels nerf, like Ticketus, or like some of the rogue poisons, because that deck is super annoying. But I honestly don't know. This could be almost anything. And I, I will argue again, that is not a rogue deck. It's oh, no, just it's, no. <laughs> that is a good description of that deck. Just no. It's not yeah, good on ladder, I mean, but it's also super unfun to play against. <laughs> yeah, and I I tend to play rogue. It tends to be the class that I really love playing and enjoy the most. And that's not a rogue deck. I don't know what it is, but it's not a rogue deck. Yeah. Um. So about about this, uh, from Ixar's most recent AMA, which happened, this is number 17 now. I like that's amazing. 17 and he's still going and um, it's nice about this. He says that Paladin, of course, is part of the balance changes. Um. The meta overall looks healthy, healthy, but they want to make a few small changes to give decks room to grow. The mini set is quickly approaching, which should also impact the meta. No, if you have extra man cricks, you cannot dust them. 
That's weird. Yeah. Um, after the balance patch, Dean thinks that Demon Hunter will improve. And he's looking forward to seeing where Shaman is once the balance patch goes live. And part of the reason he thinks Demon Hunter will improve and wants to see where Shaman is brings us to the number 10 in today's podcast. And that's that, along with the five nerfs, there are going to be 10 buffs happening. Yeah. Yikes. That's a lot. And so, yeah. Obviously, some of them are Shaman. Very likely, some Demon Hunter. I think some Warlock ones are very possible. Um, especially for, like, Zoo. But, like, it could be Control Warlock as well. Th- those now, are the three classes most in need of work. And Yeah, and I, I looked at, like, the overall, win pre- the overall win rate on HS Replay last night and was taking a look. But then there was something else that Dean said in his AMA. That the buffs are meant to help bring cards up to where they wanted them to be, not to bring up a class multiple percent in its overall win rate. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, Shaman is, like, doing bad enough that, like, bringing it up 2% would bring it into Tier 2, not even Tier And it would still be at the bottom of the ladder. (laughs) Like, okay, yeah, getting people to actually play Shaman is another problem entirely. Uh, (laughs) um, But, like, you know, like, you definitely don't want to do that for, like, a Warlock or a Demon Hunter, like bringing those up two percent would like probably make them the best deck. Like, so I can see why they're, you know, they're nerfing cards that they wanted to be good that are not, and hopefully that brings up decks. Like, I could definitely see them. Like, you know, the Demon Hunter decks people are playing are barely using the Death Rattle cards, so like maybe they buff a few of those and that helps. You know that that seems likely because. You think about the things that they were like, hey, look, we're we're doing Death Rattle Demon Hunter and Death Rattle Demon Hunter was played for like a hot minute and that was it. Yeah. People are still like putting a small package of it in a couple of decks, but it's like it's not great and those decks aren't great. Yeah. So I, I like that this is this is not buffs that are going to seek arena balance with everything at 50%, but these are buffs to give some other things a chance and that they go, well, this isn't as powerful as we wanted it to be. The only concern I have is that in the past, when they've done buffs, which has not been often, yeah, they turn it up a little bit, and what they think is turning it up by one notch is sometimes turning it up by three or four. Yeah, that... That is definitely the worry, and uh, that's part of why I think what uh, what um, uh, Ixar is saying is so smart, is that they're not buffing the classes by buffing cards. They're buffing the cards themselves. They're buffing cards that they know are underperforming. And so like when you do that, you have a lot more room for error. <laughs> like if you know... If you bump the card that's in some list and not in other lists up to a level where you put it in most lists, you're fine. You're increasing the power of the class a little bit, but not by that much. And like that, that is a level where you're okay. And so that is what I hope they hit with a lot of these. 
Yeah. And the fact of the matter is the team right now is highly reactive and responsive that if they turn something up a little too hot, they'll turn it right back down. Yeah, it's fine. We we do Um, not need to worry about that for too long. They're not. No, (laughs) this this isn't the broad meta of years past where, well, we're going to make a change and then we'll see you again in three months. (laughs) No, no, this is we will make a change and then. If it doesn't work, we'll change it again, you know, at worst two or three weeks later, but really more, probably more like a week. And if it's super urgent, we can do it in two days. Yeah. Um, I just, I think it's interesting because 10 buffs, that is a whole lot of stuff being changed. Yeah. Now we had like, just, just like two weeks ago, we had nerfs and then we had a little breather and now we're having nerfs and buffs and then we're going to have a little breather and then we're going to get the mini set. Like it feels like as soon as the meta starts to stabilize, they're like, let's change it up again. <laughs> yep. That is. Uh, yeah. It would, like one of the things is once it stabilizes, you can see what's wrong with the meta and like our meta currently right now in standard is good, but it's not great. And it's not, you know, it's not perfect. And it's it's honestly not great. The, the problem it has is, well, it has two problems. The first is those bottom three classes just don't really have decks worth playing. And like, they they would like every class to have a deck worth playing. Uh, and the other is that, um, is uh, Paladin is both the best deck and flexible enough that it can change to counter whatever tries to counter it. Which is like, it's not it's not like the best deck where, you know, it is just so much better than everything else in win rate and, you know, like hard teching and we're hard teching against it like say uh Evolve Shaman was. Like that's not the mm-hmm. case here. It's we're we're soft teching against it, but the problem is it's very flexible. So you can change you can change it and it's still good. And you know if people suddenly start playing, you know, a certain build of priest that beats it by doing a certain thing, you can go, okay, well, I'll change a few cards, and then I'll beat those priests. And like that's the problem we're in right now. The, the best deck is both the most powerful and also the most flexible. And like they they want to tone that down. <laughs> like yeah, it's okay to be the most powerful if you're not flexible, and it's okay to be the most flexible if you're not that powerful. It's not okay to be both at the same time. <laughs> Do you think? the the nerfs and buffs are also going to be maybe balanced in such a way that it makes the battle ready decks more viable. Uh I hope so, especially the um, you know, for the ones from the lower performing classes. Like Secret Paladin will probably get worse, let's be honest here, but like all the other one and maybe probably Mage will also get a little worse, but like the rest of them will probably stay the same or get better, which I, I think is good. Yeah, I mean, because well, the battle rudder decks are not for me. They're they're nothing I need. They're nothing that I'm going to buy uh, because I already own all the cards anyway. Yeah. But it would be nice for that new player who's starting out that happens to really like shaman. Um, to be able to go, great, I'm going to buy this Shaman deck and not just get steamrolled. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of which, there there was a quick Twitter conversation I had with uh, someone, and they were basically saying that, oh, the, these battle-ready decks, they're they're worthless. They're, they're such a waste. It, it's 
it's horrible. I, I, I don't know why anyone would do this. And I replied to them and was just like, this isn't for you. And this isn't for me. This is for new players or people starting a new account because it unlocks things for them and it gives them a deck that they can reasonably play and everything else. And they responded within like three minutes going, Oh my God, I'm buying this for my daughter. This is amazing. She's going <laughs> to instantly have everything to level 10 so she doesn't have to play the classes that she doesn't. It was just this complete 180 of, yeah. okay, there's a purpose. Yes, not everything has to be for us, but for some people, this is an amazing thing. Yeah, um, so I just, I thought that was fun. Definitely. So buffs, great. Yep. Okay, next number. Number four. There were four secret challenges to unlock a community designed card back that crashed the servers this week. Yeah, they, they had to reboot the innkeeper <sighs> servers. The poor innkeeper had been just living a nice, quiet life, you know, polishing glasses, occasionally serving up a drink, to being flooded by a bunch of bachelor and bachelorette parties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the only way I can imagine this for, for our poor innkeeper. Um, best meme for this I saw was, you know, Celestalon shooting the innkeeper and then <laughs> him looking at back a, the meme of him looking back and going, why would the players do this? <laughs> um, <laughs> did you do that? Did you do this? Did you do your four secrets? Not yet because I have not been awake enough to do this. I, I will okay, do it. That's, but <laughs> that's fair. Um, I have. Uh, wow. Wow. So much here, uh, to unpack from this. Um, so I asked Dean in the AMA, like, did this just happen because it was something cool and you said, yeah, let's put it in the game. Or are you trying to gather information about like player behavior with AI? Because I assume anytime anything's added to the game that they can, pull data and information from they're going to. Yeah. And he said it happened because Celestalon loves to do that kind of stuff. That was the answer. <laughs> nice. Um, now it's true. Apparently Celestalon first started doing community centered mystery stuff back when he worked on world of Warcraft. Nice. So he's been involved in the puzzle end of things for a while. Um, Celestalon has since posted and I will put a link to it in the show notes, a very long Twitter thread talking about the entire development of this entire thing, that it started like last November or December when they, all the devs were given basically free time of work on anything you want that's related to Hearthstone content. Like, go nice. wild. You're not confined to one project. Yeah. And... In the Twitter thread, he explains everything to how he designed it, how he kept it a secret. Most of the other devs did not even know this was a thing. Oh, wow. Like, because he knows the more people that know this is happening, the more chance there is of a little leak that could happen. And it was literally like him and like two or three other people were the only ones that knew this was happening. Oh, wow. He shows screenshots of his spreadsheets for the design. So like from just a, yeah, I mean, from a design perspective, that Twitter thread is amazing. Yeah. Um, 
and he talks about whether or not he thought he made things too hard. Uh, he talks about how one of them, which I believe specifically is the, the Hunter puzzle, that in its original design and implementation, the way he had it, he realized that he needed to do a major change to it because to be able to complete the puzzle would take six hours of gameplay time. Oh, wow. That puzzle is still super long to complete. Yeah. But, but that aside, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil anything. There are plenty of guides out there. Um, it was sourced by a community effort. There was a, there was a Google document that was going around. There was the wow secret finders discord that got involved with this, even though it had nothing to do with wow, they were happy to have another puzzle. Um, There were things that came about because of translations of things in other languages that gave more insight and hints and gave people their first chance of like, wait, there's something here because this is more specific because of the way the languages work. Yeah. Um, it was funny when when this first was shown up. Mad at Arms asked in the Squad's Discord, "So what's the over under on how long this takes to get solved a week?" And I was like, "Nah, three days." <laughs> it was two and a yeah. half days. I, I overestimated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, when, once they found it out, and uh, so even with Celestalon explaining, I'm I'm still not sure I understand completely where the rogue puzzle comes from. Um. It's cool. What's interesting again, read through read through his Twitter thread. I will post a link to that. It's amazing because the community actually found solutions to the puzzle that he didn't know about. Oh nice. That that he thought that there might be another solution besides the one he had worked out and planned for, but he was never able to prove it. Um and then the community did just that. Oh cool. The the warrior puzzle is a classic river crossing logic puzzle. That's the only one that I feel confident I could have done without any help. I think I might try to do that one without help if I'm feeling awake at the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you can. It's not too complicated because there's not as many quote unquote moving parts. I mean, you're limited to only seven things on the board. Um, yeah. That one I feel I could have done because I've done river crossing puzzles before. Exactly. The druid one was insane. Um, it is it is doors that you have to go through. Um, there's little hints and things like the character that you appear as your your uh, token on the board. Oh. Um, really, really cool. And then the hunter one. All I'm going to say about the hunter one is is a complex barter economy system with cheese and hats. That. Okay. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I, 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 there's a, there is a, a card I ended up with that was like three very nice hats. I'm like, yes. And I posted that into the coin concede discord and said, I'm just going to leave this here because that's all that needs to be said. Speaking of which happy birthday hat. We're Indeed, recording this birthday. on your birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Definitely. So yeah, the the mystery puzzle was super cool. Um, some people have asked, like, are we going to see more of this in the future? Maybe. Like, there's nothing currently in the works, but 
they were Celeste Long was very happy to be able to do something that he knew would be community oriented, that would be interesting and would be different in this environment versus World of Warcraft, which is very much open world. Here you're very much confined. And ultimately, it was a pretty big success. Yeah. That said, if you want to do this and you want the card back, there are guides. Um, they're on pretty much every website. They're on out of cards. They're on HS top decks. Like there's plenty of guides to follow and you will need them. Period. End of story. Yeah. Like the um, the one with the barter economy i i heard the description of it from going and i was like okay so this was designed to be solved by a program this was not designed to be solved by a human like if you want to write that program yourself you're welcome to but that's what you have to do to solve it actually i think this is the one where he intentionally things had changed so much that he wanted this one and i think the druid one to not be able to be solved by an algorithm and he talks about that in his thread Oh, interesting. Um, that. Oh, yeah. I, know. I guess the complexity does. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I am bad at it, but I understand the basics of puzzle solving with algorithms. So uh, I would have to look at it more directly. But yeah, it's possible you can design it to make that impossible or near impossible. Yeah, because he, he talks in that thread, too, about things like, well, with with the rogue one for example confident that you know could probably be solved with an algorithm and spreadsheets yeah but didn't want every puzzle to be that because wanted it to actually be a true challenge and and it was so super cool something super interesting that was done by an incredibly incredibly small portion of the team and to great success and just it's it's awesome so go do the mystery puzzle yeah uh our last our last number is the number nine and i i want to say even though the nerfs the buffs and the secrets are awesome this might be even more cool and the nine comes because of the battlegrounds brawl event battle of the boars coming on may 12th this time with real representation um, they announced the Battlegrounds Brawl event. It's going to be hosted by Frodan and Gia. There is a prize pool of $100,000. They are, the competitors are put into four different teams of four players. So 16 players total. Of those 16, nine of them are women. Yeah. Huzzah. Agreed. Um, that's amazing there's also people of color there are also like it's not just the same old and this is good i i don't care how this has it's not the same old white men yeah and i'm tired of white men in my hearthstone i i want some people of color i want some women there i want a more realistic representation of what we know the player base is and wow Great, an invitational that actually invites a broad spectrum of the community, including names that really need some representation and need some some acknowledgement. I mean, yeah, some of these names, you know, everyone knows Slissa at this point for yeah. Battlestones. We know Dog, right? Okay, like we know RDU. These are we know Crip. But then I look at some of these names and these are names that I know by 
by kind of just being around. I don't watch a lot of Battleground streams, but like Hoppa Bear and Cece and uh, Sun Glitters was really well known in Arena and is now Battlegrounds. Uh, Slim Liz. These are not names that I necessarily know as well. And getting them in front of an audience, I think, is an amazing thing. Yeah. And there's another statistic about this event that uh, I think it was Slissa tweeted that I heard from CoinConceed, that nobody invited to this event has an MMR under 13K. Wow. Like, you can have diverse representation and still invite really good players. So please keep doing this, for the love of God. (laughs) Yeah, I know a, a lot of people were like, oh, this is this is great. They listened. And I'm like, they listened once. They need to keep listening. <laughs> yeah, I want to continue to see this kind of representation going forward for the next event and the next event until we're no longer talking about this as yes. being a great thing in the event that it's just the way events are. I cannot wait for that day. And I hope I don't have to. But we have yeah. to wait for now. <laughs> but but as a as a good first step, it's there. Also, there's someone I don't remember what name they used to use, but they changed their profile name to Sun Bacon Relaxer. Yeah, uh, the, I'm blanking on the name he used for a while, but uh, he was uh, 12 wins on Twitch for quite a while. Yeah, he used to be an arena streamer, yeah. obviously. Uh, Oh, is it? It is it? It's Mertz or Doctor? Oh, okay. no, Victor, Victor, uh, Victor. Yeah, but yeah, change. He, he used to be an arena streamer for quite a while. Yeah, and now changed to Sun Bacon Relaxer, and uh, Blizzard has run with that and is listed on the Razorfen team as Sun Bacon Relaxer. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, he changed his Twitch channel to that. So, yeah, but. I mean, it's such a good name. How can you not? Like, <laughs> yes, and uh, so a little, a little bit about that. Uh, as the last thing we'll we'll say today, um, there were questions about whether or not because there was rumor that there was like a temporary development name that got left in, and they wanted to know if this was it. The answer is no. Um, Sun Bacon Relaxer was always going to be Sun Bacon Relaxer, and Someone kept changing it in the spreadsheet. Maybe it was Chad kept changing it in the spreadsheet. And whoever was in charge kept coming back and going, no, this is what it is. And they kept changing it back to Sun Bacon Relaxer. So there was like this back and forth. Um, but yeah, it was always intended to be Sun Bacon Relaxer, which is the best name for a pig taking a sun bath. Yeah, like the, the names of the Quilt Wars are top notch. <laughs> Yeah. And the Quillboards are there. So lots going on this week. Uh, Schwal is going to get back on his grind. I am going to be super busy at work because <laughs> that's just the nature of the beast right now. Um, and yeah, we've got stuff coming up. Try and if you can watch the, the Battlegrounds Brawl event and you have any interest in that, again, that's May 12th. I'm going to do my best to watch that because even though my one pity view is not huge i think the more people that get their eyes on this and if blizzard sees an uptick in people watching they go oh well 
yeah, representation is important. Um, so yeah, go, go solve all of your mysteries, enjoy the nerfs and buffs, and remember everything is wonderful here in Quimby, Iowa. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> wow, well played.